You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. You're listening to episode 145 of the Merged Marketing Podcast. And in this episode, we're talking about how to reach your goals by using the power of the mind. My guest on today's episode is Rosetta Cotty. Rosetta is a CEO of the Think and Grow Rich Caribbean Institute, a company called Life Redesigned, CFO of Q Solutions Company, real estate investor, clinical hypnotherapist, NLP master practitioner, show host, author, and motivational speaker. I don't know if there's anything Rosetta can't do. She's a self-made businesswoman who defied the odds growing up, taking it upon herself to change her circumstances through the power of visualization. We're going to talk about the blueprint that Rosetta created for herself to manifest those dreams that she was able to achieve. Now, this episode is geared towards entrepreneurs and small business owners, but it's geared towards anybody that has dreams that they want to manifest and they want to attain and achieve because we talk about some of the hacks that Rosetta has used in her journey to get her to the success she has had today. Without further ado, let's kick it to my chat with Rosetta Cotty. Rosetta, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Yes. And first and foremost, before we break into the nitty gritty of today's episode, tell our audience a bit about yourself because you have quite the history in business and, and you have quite the uh, the resume. So maybe tell us a bit about your journey. Start wherever you wish. Okay, sure. Um, I was born and raised in Jamaica. Uh, I grew up in a big family, number six of uh, seven children. And, um, you know, the, the poverty within my family circle was really bad. You know, there were days when I was so hungry, I, I had to just lay down on my bed to preserve my energy. Because that's how how weak I was, you know. Um, so I would do that, and then after after a while, the the poverty got to be so bad for my parents, so they sent me to live with my aunt. And Jason, that was the beginning of a long journey within a family circle. I was always being sent to live with one relative to another. Eventually, I ended up alone in boarding school, so I had to raise myself basically. And it was at a very young age, you know, I decided and I realized that I couldn't depend on anyone to take care of me. And if I wanted anything and if I wanted better from life, I was going to have to do it myself. So that's when I started using my mind because that's the only tool I had. And as a young child, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was doing it anyways. And day in and day out, I would visualize the life I wanted to live. And... I, w- I, do, I did this for, for a few years, and I am not kidding you. Everything, you know, I, I set out a blueprint, and I took the steps, and I managed to fulfill that. So, so, so I'm saying, you know, you know, Napoleon Hill and all those leaders talk about visualization, using your imagination, the power of your mind. It all works, but it, the thing is, it doesn't happen overnight. It's consistent. It's, you know, it takes, it takes work. So I did this day in and day out and year after year. And then, you know, while the other kids are outside playing and having fun, I was sitting under a tree, just seeing myself living the life that I want to live. And eventually 
I started becoming that woman that I kept seeing or that person I kept seeing in my mind. I started acting like her. I started, you know, walking, talking like that person until my uh, my cousins and, you know, those people around me started saying that I think I'm better than them. And I'm behaving, you know, just, you know how people are, just different things like that. But it didn't matter. I just, I kept, I kept doing my thing because I had a goal in mind. And that's, um, and that has led me now to uh, having businesses, uh, doing businesses in over six countries, investing in real estate, and uh, now changing, changing the world. Now I'm giving back to people in the Caribbean, and I'm teaching them the same steps that I took to change my life. You talk about Napoleon Hill. I want to hit on that for a second, because, you know, you are the CEO of the Think and Grow Rich Caribbean Institute. And, and that's great. And if anybody does not know the book, Think and Grow Rich, you're probably living under a rock. But if you have not heard of it, go and pick it up. It's, a, it's an amazing book, an inspiring book and a Bible for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Tell us about how the, the book, Think and Grow Rich, has had an impact on your business endeavors. So, okay. So most people use Think and Grow Rich for their business to help them, to propel them in their business. I didn't use Thinking Grow Rich for that reason. Because I was already where I wanted to be when I found Thinking Grow Rich. But emotionally, I wasn't there. So I used Thinking Grow Rich to get out of that space that I was in. I was in a bad space. I was stuck. Yes, I had the money. Yes, I could do anything I wanted to do. I could go anywhere I wanted to go. But in my mind and in my emotion, I was so stuck from the past and from my childhood and you know the fact that my parents gave me away out of seven children why me you know what why didn't they love me why didn't they want me and as a child like i buried all those feelings because i wanted to i wanted more and i didn't have time to deal with that that, that feeling right now i didn't have time to feel sad or to feel self-pity or any of that i so i buried it i pushed it way down but you know what happened when you put push pushes things down they resurface eventually so that's what happened and i had to deal with it and i didn't know how to deal with it so that's when i found thinking grow rich and that's how i i use thinking grow rich to help with my emotions to help um to help me get out of feeling stuck and um and and, and I, I say a lot of times when i um am speaking at, at different events that because i see a lot of people because i was there a lot of people that are living in mental prisons with doors wide open at any time that they can escape, but they won't. And and that was me. I wasn't realizing that at any time I could be free, but I just kept holding on to the anger and to the hurt because it felt so good, right? Because it's what I'm used to. And it's and a lot of people can attest to that. When we when we're used to certain feelings, you know, it, it, it's what we know. And even when things are going great in our lives, we go, you know, we go to to, to get, um, we create arguments or we create different things to, to get that feeling that we, we know. So we can go back to that, our comfort zone. And to, you know, so, so that's what I realized what I was doing. And I was able to use the thinking for a rich principle to uh, break away from that. And because I know a lot of people, like, yes, a lot of people are successful and they have, they've met their goals, but but like me, they have different things that they need to work on. 
So personal development is not just about making money. And think and grow rich is not just about using it to make money and to become rich. It's just, um, yes, you can, but it's it's more than just that. Uh, I used to, I, I, I mean, I've read Think and Grow Rich and I've seen the documentary and I, you know, I use Think and Grow Rich as a tool um, to really when I'm in a rut. And I mean, even doing sales, a lot of times you get stuck in a rut and it almost is like a, a pick me up. And, and really, it's true, that whole idea of manifestation, you know, um, you know, I've seen experienced, you know, salespeople before that have been in such a rut been months without sales. And it's like, all you need is a bit of momentum to turn, turn the uh, to, to switch things around and to get that momentum back and to get that confidence and selling again. A lot of that is manifestation. If you have a certain client you want to work with, imagine yourself working with them. And then naturally, you're going to take those actions, maybe join those same communities that they might be a part of maybe eat inside that restaurant if it's a restaurant you want to start working with but certain there's certain actions obviously you need to take and it's not just solely visualization definitely definitely and you know uh, a lot of people are, uh, we we talk about faith and you know believing in ourselves and believing in god and all that but all that it doesn't matter and even the visualization and you know the, the imagination it's great, but it won't matter. It doesn't matter until um, if you don't take the action. Because the applied, the action that you take, that's faith in action. The action that you take, that's your belief in action. That's, that's you showing the universe, you know, God, whoever you believe in that. I believe in you. I believe in me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can do to make my dreams happen. And you hit you hit it on the head earlier on in this conversation when you said consistency. And I think that's probably the hardest part of it. It's like it's great to, you know, have a visual visualization board, come up with these, you know, manifest these these dreams that you have on a regular basis. But if it's not on a regular basis, it's gonna fall flat. Definitely, you know? definitely. And the times when you you know what when you have to do it is are those days when you wake up and you don't want to do it. Those are the times when you have to even try harder. And those are the days when you sit down and, uh, you know, you're like, oh, why bother? That's when you have to do it. You have to fight. You have to push beyond, you know, the, the, the roadblocks because our mind has a way of, you know, playing tricks at us. And especially in the environment that we're in because, you know, sometimes there are people around us that will discourage us. And we have to, we have to push back. And we have to say, you know what? If I really want this, I have to keep going. I know it's hard, but I have to keep going. Every time you get knocked down, you find a way to get up and you just keep moving. The goal is to not to stop. That's the main thing. Even if you have to crawl, just don't stop. This is so relevant in so many areas of every single business, whether yeah. it's even going to the gym in the morning to work yeah. out or posting on your Instagram stories on a daily basis or waking up and doing your five minute journal there. It applies in every single business in every single realm of every life. single day. element. Definitely. Yeah. You know, persistence is the key. Yeah. You know, tell us about, you know, your life's blueprint, because uh, I, I found that is a it's a very important part to you becoming as successful as you've become is, is having that blueprint in mind prior to executing on those actions you need to take to manifest those dreams. Tell us about that. Well, you, well, first thing, well, we have to have goals, right? And it's good to have goals, but if you don't have your goals written down, it's, you're not going to really follow through with them. 
And and we do we there are lots of people out there that have they do have their goals and but sometimes the, the problem is the goal that they want is so big, it's so broad that it's it is of course you're gonna get discouraged because it is so far out of reach. So what you have to do is and what I did is I had yes, my big goals, but I had smaller goals in between. Because then when you hit that small goal, you'll feel so good. You want to keep going to hit the other small goal and the other goal and then the medium goal and then the, the bigger goal and the bigger goal until finally you get to where you want to be. But if you don't do that, you are going to get discouraged. Trust me. So it is very important. And, and so that's what I did. So I set, I had my, my goal set. Uh, I had, you know, my uh, six months you know, then the year and then the two years and then five years and so forth. And until once you see that, okay, six months is here, you, and, and it might not happen on the exact date that you want, because sometimes it'll happen before, sometimes it'll happen like a month later, two months later, three months later. But, you know, the, the point is you're still going and it's happening. And Rosetta, you speak of this on, on like a macro level, like those big goals that could be happening in years down the line. It's like that light at the end of the tunnel. But I think what's equally important to what you're talking about on a macro level is the micro level. It's like waking up in the morning and taking those little tiny steps towards a successful day, not picking up your phone and checking your email or your Instagram when you wake up. It's like, wake up, get out of bed hit 30 push-ups, go brush your teeth, go do this and that. I think yeah. that there's something to be said for those micro actions that you take on a daily basis, inevitably leading to that macro goal. Definitely, definitely. Whether it's, you know, okay, well, you know, for say, for example, your goal is you want to lose 10 pounds, okay? You get up in the morning, you know, that the, the goal is to get up. So you're up. And you do all those small things that you have to do. And you, you go to the gym. Okay, maybe you can't run. That's okay. You can start walking for 10 minutes a day. And then you keep doing that. Then pretty soon you'll walk for 15 minutes, then 20 minutes, and then 30 minutes. Before you, before you know you'll be walking for an hour. Then you can start running. So it's just those baby steps that you have to take, you know? So, but, but the main thing is when you wake up in the morning, is to tell your is to to look and to say you know thank you universe that I'm awake that's that's a beautiful thing that's a gratitude right there that we have to we have to give thanks for that when our eyes are open and you know we can get out of bed we can actually stand we can see because that we we forget we forget to show thanks we forget to show thanks for you know for the the small little things that we have in our lives because a lot of people look at their lives and say, well, I don't have enough money to pay my bills. I don't have money for this. I don't have money for that. But they're forgetting that they're healthy. They're forgetting that they can still see. There are people out there that can't see. They have their hearing. They're forgetting that they can walk. They're forgetting that, you know, there, there, there's life. And where there's life, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's life, there's hope. And if I have my health, I can go out and I can find a way to make a living and to pay those bills that I have. So let me give thanks for being able to stand. Let me say thanks for the food that I have. Let me say thanks for the family that I have. Let me say thanks that I can use my hands. Just whatever it is. And to see each day has, 
a new day and each new day brings new opportunity. And if we really stop and look for those opportunities, we will find it. Because so many times all these opportunities are right in front of us. It's, it's just staring at us and we can't see it. We're blind to it because it's out of our awareness because all our focus is on all the negative things. It's on all the things that we don't have, you know, instead of all the things that we do have and being grateful for that. Because if we show gratitude to the universe and, you know, there's more, we'll get that more things to be grateful for. I think there's so many great points that you bring up there specifically about the distractions and the noise and the quote unquote opportunities that are presented in front of us on a daily basis. And a lot of time it's times it's paralysis by analysis. You don't know where to focus your attention. So uh, as somebody that is hit with all these opportunities on a regular basis, what are some hacks to get them in the position where they're choosing the right opportunity? Well, the first thing is to decide that Every day is a new day for new opportunities. You decide that. And once you decide that, when you get up every day, the opportunities will present themselves. You will see it. But the, the other thing is you have to find a way to cut the distractions because we're, we live in a society where there's distraction everywhere you go. So we have to find a way. For me, it's meditation. That helps me a lot. That helps me to stay focused. So we all have to find something that will help us to, to, to keep our focus on the things that we want, to keep us focused on the goals. And, um, and if we do that, then we definitely, uh, with meditation, affirmations, and all those things, we'll be able to see all those opportunities and we'll be able to go after them because we'll, we'll have developed that that strength and that, that uh, the faith and courage, the belief in ourselves to know that, you know what, we are, I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. I can do this. Real quick, guys, are you an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a marketing director that's wearing way too many hats? You find yourself doing too many different types of jobs within the business and allocating your attention everywhere. There's a good chance if you're doing this, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. This is exactly why Merged Media exists. We're your one-stop digital shop, your outsourced CMO. We take care of all of those digital marketing tasks all under one roof including Google ads, search engine optimization, social media marketing, and website optimization. We're all collaborating together under one roof at Merged Media. And if you think there might be a good fit for us to work with you, I want you to go on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. That's M-E-R-G-E-D.ca. Now, I, I want to move, I switch gears for a second here and talk a bit about, you know, what you have now achieved in terms of giving back and talking about the scholarship foundation that you started in Jamaica. Was this in the blueprint? No. So this is the thing there. So my blueprint is, uh, it was all business because I didn't have my, having a son was not in my, my mind at the time. And like, he's the best thing that could ever happen to me. And, um, and uh, so starting this foundation, uh, and this is the thing, right? You just have to get started. And once you get started, different things will present themselves. So the, the opportunity and you know, to give back presented itself. And I just, I ran with it. 
And um, having the Scholarship Foundation in, in Jamaica, it, it helps a lot of people because I, I, I should say students, because um, the thing is after uh, high school, that's where most kids stop because they can't afford to go to university because it, it's expensive down there and there's no real help. So, and there, we have a lot of uh, brilliant kids. And the thing is, they, if, if someone doesn't um, do something, they're just, it's just gonna, the girls are gonna end up getting pregnant and the boys are gonna join gangs. And it's just that vicious cycle that keeps going around and going, you know, it keeps going on and on. And the, the goal for me is to try to break that cycle. So if they can go on from high school and get, get an um, education, then um, a territorial education, then they'll have more um, of more more opportunities to become a better person. They'll you know they'll learn more and that they'll be better, and then they too can break that cycle because they too can pass it on to other people. And before you know it, it just takes one person, Jason. Just takes one person to create a domino effect. One hundred percent. Amen to that. Now. You're in the, you, you have your hands in a lot of businesses. I think you're a serial entrepreneur, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so one of the, one of the items that's got to be top of mind for you all the time is marketing in terms of marketing those businesses. How are you, where are you seeing success in marketing those businesses and what, ha, where have you seen the, the biggest needle mover? Well, you know, uh, for, uh, uh, my like Pinky for rich business. Because that's all in um, it, uh, the social media and all that. That is like so important, and marketing has helped me tremendously. So, uh, so if anyone has a business out there, they definitely need to do marketing, and social media is like the easiest way to get it done. Um, but with our other business, we're fortunate enough that we don't have to do marketing for those. That we don't really need marketing. So, so. Um, so with with that, it's just you know that those businesses are not uh, you know we there's no marketing involved in that. But the other might think you were rich. That kind of business is all about it's all about social media marketing, 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 marketing nonstop, which is good. I mean, because if if you want to sell your product, if someone doesn't know about it, or even if you if you want to sell yourself, if someone doesn't know who you are, then it's going to be hard for you to make money off of that, right? So, uh, so if you have a pen and you want to sell that pen, unless you bring it out to the world, it's not going to get sold. It doesn't matter how good that pen is. It doesn't care if the pen can shoot fire or, you know, how, how good your product is. Unless people know about it, it's useless. So this November, you have an event happening. Yeah. Um, and maybe tell our audience a, a little bit about that event. Definitely. So the event is, uh, it's Mirror Mirror. And um, this year, Mirror Mirror is partnering up with the Kidney Foundation of Canada to uh, celebrate. It's a celebration of courage. So this, this event is about bringing awareness to, to people with uh, kidney disease or people who, you know, might or will develop kidney disease. Because a lot of people are right now, have they have kidney disease with and have no idea, and a lot of people don't know until it's too late. So, so this um, 
this event is to bring awareness and to help to guide people on to how to the things that they should eat and so forth, like how they take care of their kidneys and um, so different things like that. Plus, it will be so it will be um, a learning event and also an, an event where you can have fun with your family because everyone will have a four course meal and be able to watch the runway show, which is amazing. You get to see these wonderful women, you know, showcase their courage. Normal women walk down the runway in, in lingerie and that alone takes a lot of courage because it's like we're, we're in a society where it's okay to wear your bikini on the beach, you know, where, where millions and thousands of people are. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you put on a lingerie and you can't um, stand up in front a hundred people, 200 people or 50 people to showcase. What's the difference? There's no difference. You can wear a bikini, you can wear lingerie. So it takes a lot of courage for these women to do so. So that the celebration of courage and also the celebration of, we'll also be celebrating the uh, people that have donated a kidney to, to, uh, to other people, like my sister who has uh, donated one of her kidneys to me. So, um, and you know, there'll be other people out there like myself who has uh, received a kidney to just to celebrate them because it's a lot, it's very hard to go through a process like that. Not only is it hard physically, it's hard, extremely hard mentally. And if we can encourage and um, uplift other people that are going through different things like that, you know, then, then we can make a difference. Rosetta, this has been great. If our audience has any questions for you or ways they can get in touch, how can they do that? Well, they can go on my website at rosettaq.com or thinkinggrowrichcaribbean.com and they can send me a message on that. Or they can find me on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. Awesome. For all those links, you can go on over to merged.ca slash podcast slash 145. All the show notes from this episode can be found at that link. And Rosetta, we end every episode with the same question. That question is this. If you can choose one person, dead or alive, to represent your brand, who would it be and why? Well, um, funny thing is, uh, I think I think I would like to, I would love for that to be any one of those prophets out there, <laughs> you know, oh, well, I'm going to say that the prophets, like, I mean, when I say prophets, I mean, you know, people like, um, you know, those are religious leaders like Jesus or Muhammad or Buddha or someone like that. And the reason why is that those, those people are selfless, like not, they're not selfish at all because they, um, I like, if I could ask them a question, I would ask them how they did it. Like, how do you, um, how do you put your own needs aside, your own wants, your own desires for the, for the betterment of humanity? Yeah. Cause I would love to learn that because it, that's, that's not easy because we live in a world where people are selfish and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Because we all have our dreams and desires, you know, we, we all want to achieve something. But then there are those people that are just there that are just trying to make life better for people that are trying to encourage them. And, you know, so to represent my brand, I would like, yeah, I would go with someone like that. 
What I love so much about that question is the answers and the why. The why is important because it really gets us an understanding of your values in a representative of your business. And I think you nailed it there by saying, you know, selfless and, you know, giving, you know, giving for the greater good. And those are some great values, I think, that a lot of businesses can gain inspiration from. Rosetta, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I truly appreciate it and would love it if you went over to your podcast platform and gave us a subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you think the Merged Marketing Podcast is a good fit for somebody else, like your business partner or your spouse, just go on over and give this episode a share. I'd love it if you would share the wealth of knowledge and value that I'm bringing to you and share it to other people. That would be amazing. Again, thank you so much for listening. Don't set up for good. Be great. We'll see you soon.